You're listening to Ramsey Everyday Millionaires, where we talk retirement, building wealth, and outrageous generosity. Chris is in Duluth, Minnesota. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. Uh, thank you for taking my call and great show. Thank as you. Usual. Thank you, sir. You're How welcome. can we help? So my broker uh, recently advised me to consider investing in what he called a unified managed account, a UMA. Done a little research, but I wanted to get your expertise and opinion on this. Okay. What is your net worth? Um, probably just under two million. And how much have you got? On, how much have you got under management with a broker? I've got um, about half. Um, about well. It's all under his, um, about 500s in our uh, 529, and then the remainder, about half is in our Roth and our my TSP, and the other half is in an open account. So there's about 700 he's talking about putting in that mm-hmm. account. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, there, there's a lot of people using managed funds in the world today. A lot of our uh, smart investor pros use those. And basically, you know, you're usually talking about one, one and a half percent a year of the balance, and then they're managing the funds. And you can do away with all of the commissions and fees by doing that. Um, and it, it is not cheaper, but it just gives you some flexibility uh, and some, you know, some you can move stuff around without any tax issues and that kind of stuff. Um, typically, that's called a managed fund. The only time you use a UMA, a unified managed account, is if you're wanting to screw with single stocks and bonds and some other stuff in there. I only do mutual funds, as you probably know, Chris. And so managed funds will do that with a with a uh, you know an investment professional. Most of them are use almost all of them are using those now. Um, I still buy old A shares because I, I just buy and keep forever, and I don't really do any moving around much. But the managed funds is a uh, is a very popular way to handle it now, and there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, it's slightly more expensive over a 10-year period. Uh, if you held the same exact amount of money for 10 years or same exact funds for 10 years, but it's not it's not prohibitive. It's not a ridiculous fee, and I would say you're getting ripped off or anything like that. It's not. Uh, the thing that scares me, the only thing that scares me about it is the fact that we put unified in the name here, which usually is high net worth individuals, which you are, and it usually is where you want to screw around with single stocks in the portfolio, and I'm not a player on that. If you're going to play with a small amount of single stocks in there, you know, maximum of 10% of your net worth is what we say. That's fine if you want to do that. I personally don't, and I'm a little bit worried that this guy's wanting to pull you into some of that stuff. Are you hearing any of that, or are you just doing mutual funds? I, well, we're, we're of that 700, I would say only like 100 in, in like two or three stocks. So we're definitely in the, the like there's four or five mutual funds that we dollar cost average. His, his point is that, that taxes are what we have to start considering when I retire in 15 years. And, and so our plan is is that we spend this down first, and then the TSP and the Roth, the Roth TSP and our Roth, we spend down when we're our 80s. So I would agree. I think that's. I think he's got your priorities right on that. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so he was like, he's like, this is a sophisticated. I don't want to use this, but he says the tax efficiency, the wash yeah. rules, the tax loss yeah. policy. He says all this, and he says he says it's actually sim- very similar to a mutual fund. It's just how. It's managed, is what he's saying. I, well, I, you know, I, I disagree with that. But in, in, from a tax standpoint, it is. And I think his suggestion is fine. 
what I just don't want to see is I don't want to see you with 700,000 screwing around with single stocks and you're jumping in and out trying to play the market and basically day trade inside this account. Uh, you're going to lose your butt if you get off into that hole. Okay, so don't, we, you don't don't do that. Let's just stay, let's move more and more towards just managed mutual funds inside this account. But the advice he's giving you is correct. I don't disagree with a single thing he's saying, based on the way you're the context you're giving me around it. Um, but sometimes people use that same tool for high risk speculation rather than calm, steady investing. You follow me? I do. I do. And I've been with him 20 years. We're a buy and hold. And that's why we're so, I mean, I don't make much. I only make a little over a hundred. That's how we got to this point wow. by yeah. dollar cost averaging. And, exactly. And well, he, he is right about, he's right about the tax efficiency. That's one of the benefits of it. And the fees are not outrageous. And it sounds like you're doing this in context. Yeah, I'd probably go ahead and do it. Okay. Okay. I just want, I wanted to when then we lost the cell phone, <laughs> <laughs> dropped the cell phone into the bathtub. Okay, but yeah, it's uh, uh, net worth just went down. But yeah, yeah right. <laughs> hey, what a great what a great story though. Two yeah. million dollars yeah. of of net worth, and has killed it for a long period of time. And backs up what our study showed: the largest study of millionaires. He didn't inherit it. He doesn't have a huge salary. He makes good money, but it's not yeah. it's not great. Thirty three percent of the millionaires, one third of them, never made over a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And uh, that that's he's one of them. Yeah. yeah. Beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Very beautifully done. Thanks for tuning into Ramsey Everyday Millionaires. To check out all our podcasts, just search Ramsey Network on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. <laughs>